What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to a Dose of Magic podcast, the podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And we are back, and I'm looking forward to it. It feels good to be back. We were traveling last week, so we did not record, but we have an episode this week. We have a big topic that kind of happened over the week while we were traveling, and so we're looking forward to getting together here and talking about it. And then we're going to finish with some trivia. Brett, before we get started, as always, what is new in your world? Yeah, well, this is day three of seeing you in a row, which has been great. Um, I know, a rarity. A rare three-day gathering here. (laughs) Um, So that's been great. Seeing a lot of family this weekend. Saw both sides. um, So never going to complain about that. Um, And aside from that, Autumn got word today that she accepted a new position, um, yes. which will be huge for, for her in her career and us as a little starting family. So she is now the director of residential learning at Rowan University. So a pretty big title here. That is so um, cool. I was so happy yeah. to get that text earlier earlier today. I'm really happy for her and, and you. Yeah, so that'll be something to look forward to. But with that, we lose our on-campus housing. So Mm -hmm. we need to start figuring out where we're going to be living in two months. So You better um, throw on some HGTV and start getting some uh, house hunting tips and ideas and (laughs) inspiration. That's so fun. Exactly. So great thing that occurred, uh, but just adds another layer of complexity to to everything. So all in all, that has been my updates. Um, How are you? You were traveling recently. Yes, I was traveling for work, and I was in St. Louis. That was a lot of fun. It was cool to see. Nice little city there. Uh, but it was short-lived, and I'm glad to be back. We have some more travel coming up for some fun things, not work-related. Yeah. We ha- I have a buddy's bachelor party coming up, and then we have my bachelor party coming up, which Brett and I will be on together, of course. So that will be fun to get together with you there. And we are headed to Nashville. So we're yeah, looking we are. forward to playing some country music, singing along and bar hopping so all good on this front a lot of good updates all around i'm really happy for you and i'm looking forward to our trip yeah for sure i'm looking forward to our trip it'll be a good uh break up for work for me definitely but let's jump right into the big thing that happened uh while we were off last week and that is the star wars galactic starship star cruiser yeah um has announced the closing date that they're going to sail their last voyage in September. Unbelievable news. When I saw this, I I was shocked. I will be fully honest with you. I know that for a while we were like, ooh, this is really pricey. You know, They're going to eventually lower the price and, and change it a little bit. But to completely make the decision to close it uh, was an absolute shock to me. And... I was very curious to get your opinion on it. This is really the first time you and I have been talking about it. We did not talk about it the last few days together. Yeah, for real. And so I'm excited to get your firsthand opinions on this. Brett, what are your initial gut reactions and thoughts hearing that this is closed less than two years since it's opened? Uh, initial gut reaction is I, – I don't want it to be like I told you so kind of moment for them. <laughs> but like everything was pointing to that. Yeah. From the moment it was literally announced, not even open, announced that the prices were high, 
that's too much for just two days. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea itself is awesome, right? Like a fully immersive trip is awesome, mm-hmm. but the price just isn't there and you need price to be there in order for something to be successful, especially at Disney, right? It's already an expensive area yeah. uh, and trip. So making it that much, it's a lot. So I, I hope they repurpose it. I hope they turn it into something, which I'm, uh, we'll talk about in a little bit, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but an initial reaction was like the writing was on the wall kind of situation. Yeah. You're not, you're not shocked is kind of how you're feeling. Yeah. How about uh, you? I guess I'm just shocked at the overall decision to close it. Like I had said, I thought that they were going to, you know, down downgrade it maybe and just be like, okay, maybe there's going to be a few less experiences or a few less interactions uh, because maybe you're saving on labor costs and paying cast members for certain things. Or maybe yeah. you cut the menu and you like change different supply chain and food items to kind of save there. Right. But this is a... I forget how many rooms exactly, but it wasn't many, right? It was like 30 rooms or something at once. Something like that. Very small hotel. And for them to not be able to keep that afloat and find ways to cut costs and still keep an overall theme and experience shocks me. So with that said, you kind of alluded to it, but now that the follow-up question is what to do with that space? I mean, they just built it. The, The paint is still drying on that thing. And you're right. already closing it. It would seem silly to completely demolish it and just start from scratch, right? I mean, sure. you have a perfectly themed, perfectly fresh built Star Wars hotel. The logical thing to do, I guess, would be just to keep it and run it as a regular hotel, but with less of the experiential role playing feel, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think that that is on the table? Is that something you could see them doing? I do. And I think to me, that's why it was a full closure. Because mm-hmm. um, in this experience, like they built stages, they built like areas for like cast members to be at. They created yeah. like interactive They did like pieces. the lightsaber training area, right? Where like the lasers come at you and you like deflect I them. Think, um, so I think they built a lot. And if they're going to convert it, they're going to have to remove some of that. Yeah. So I think the closure is a temporary closure. This is all skepticism. Like, right. This is like how I yeah, am yeah. interpreting this. I think it's going to be a, a temporary closure for them to go in, not gut it, but like convert that into like a bar or a sitting room, right? Like for the hotel and then yeah. reopen it as just a standard hotel. Yeah. That is what I would and it would think they would do sure the other thing i think would be cool it's proximity to galaxy's edge is very close right like that was the whole point is like you can walk um so i don't think it would be bad for them to make it an eight hour experience now that Mm. you meet up at 9 a.m right and then they take you there and then that's where you fight the rebellion and people and like join the resistance or whatever and then by four o'clock you're out of there almost like a tour right like interesting yeah or or um the african safari trek those are longer tours those are tours that you get on in the morning and don't leave until 
the afternoon, lunches included, things like yeah. that. So it wouldn't be the first time they've ever done a long experience like that. And I don't think it'd be a bad idea to use that space as essentially that. That is an interesting concept. I actually didn't think about that. My immediate mind went to running it just as a regular hotel, letting guests stay there, kind of changing like the layout a little bit, like you said, or changing the the experiences just to be standard theming. Um, but that is interesting. I wonder if they could do both almost at the same time, right? Keep the rooms and keep that as just a deluxe offering super specialized Disney hotel, right? Price it in the regular deluxe price range, maybe even a little bit more because it's Star Wars, right? It's more specific and you can get right. more diehard fans there. But still have it realistic to the other deluxe things. You have access to Hollywood Studios right there. Super cool experience. Make it longer than a two-day stay and let people stay there. But then yeah. at the same time, maybe you do have day – you sell day experiences, day tours, day excursions, missions, whatever you want to call them, where Star Wars fans who maybe don't have – like or don't want to pay the price to stay for a few days, but maybe they're there in the park that day or for their mm -hmm. trip. Maybe they're at a six-day – Six day trip and they're staying over at Wilderness Lodge. Maybe they're still a Star Wars fan and they still want to do something really cool. Right. So they'll pay the day type of mission experience where you can then go in and out and be part of that. And that'll take you and utilize the hotel, utilize that lightsaber room, utilize the. Wasn't there like a. Um, a I'm thinking of like a pilot's port area where they're all like looking out into the space and they're. Yeah, there was like you like fly the ship. Yeah, and like that could be a fully immersive day experience that you mentioned. I actually really, really like that idea. I think that would be a good way to diversify the offerings while still utilizing the space. Yeah, and like I just ran some quick numbers, right? Again, not legit at all. Yeah, hypothetical. I went like with a typical like average tour price if it was to be like an eight-hour thing, mm -hmm. right? Like. 300 bucks 400 bucks for per person is that like pretty accurate 300 probably yep offer to a group of 40 people right because that place is big enough to accommodate that that's yeah. 12 grand a day you run that every day of the year that's 4.3 million dollars in just that tour like yeah so and you run maybe two of those tours every day one tour starts at 9 a.m another tour starts at 11 30 right? or something yeah yeah so exactly. They have them so slightly staggered. It's possible that this doesn't have to be a complete waste for them. Yeah. And that would be they interesting. Can, they can make it happen. So, again, Autumn just accepted a new job. I clearly am an Imagineer. So, <laughs> it's pretty simple that that's probably what's going to happen. And that they're not going to credit us on their article, which has happened before. So. I was just about to say, and when you guys see the announcement next week, you will know that we have a Disney mole who listens to this podcast uh, because it has happened before. And then right. suddenly, poof, this thing is a full eight-hour excursion and a hotel. At $300 perfectly. Like, <laughs> like estimated to make $4.3 million. That's like, all right. All right. Like, all right so out yourself just send us a message and say thanks <laughs> thank you that's so funny that is hilarious but anyway i'm excited to see what happens i i don't think this is the end of it i think 
as you mentioned, it's just the end of that role play feel for now, like that the overall experience that they were selling for it. Uh, didn't work. We saw the writing on the wall, but we move on and we pivot and we see what they can come up with, which I'm sure this is, is going like to be very cool. First big failure in a long time. I said that to Julie the other day. I was like, wow, this is actually the first notable flop from Disney yeah. that I could remember in a ve- like a very long time. Since outside Hall of, of presidents. like outside of like a movie. Since all the presidents. <laughs> Damn, it's been a minute. That's funny. No. Yeah, outside of a movie, right? Like that movie in box yeah, office, sure. that's its own little world. But right. park, like introduction and adding things to parks. I was trying to think of the last time like something went up and then closed within two years at Walt Disney I World. don't think I could actually name you something. I it's couldn't off the top been... of my head. If I sat for Pite maybe tails. a little longer and thought I could maybe pick up something small, but yeah. kite tails, yeah, <laughs> kite tails, yeah, actually, <laughs> that, that was, was the Probably. that was the last one. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that already. I can't believe that they brought kites to Walt Disney. <laughs> they literally have the most money. Like they're like one of the richest companies. I know. Like, yeah, kites, kites will do it. I just watched. The video, <laughs> and I send it to you, where they use drones to have like a projection on uh, Hollywood Tower of Terror, and they were using drone art to kind of interact yeah. with it. That was like the coolest thing of all time. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, I don't know, something about the kites didn't work. We have to, we have to <laughs> change and pivot." Well, yeah, because you're using paper, you're putting <laughs> right. paper on strings and selling tickets for it. <laughs> Anyway, so we digress. For it. That's <laughs> anyway. Anywho, um, rest in peace to the people who use their uh, fast pass for kite tails for seating, <laughs> just to watch them crash into the uh, the audience because the they didn't know how to they get couldn't, them down. Yeah, they literally made a show. <laughs> they created a show, and then they're like, "All right, run it," and they're like, "Well, sir, how do we land the kites?" <laughs> and they just put them in the stands, nose dive them. <laughs> That, that was wild. Anyway. Um, let's jump into some trivia here. Always a great way to end an episode. Yes. We, we have not done a trivia in a while. I'm excited for this. No. I'm excited. Uh, we each created four questions. Well, we didn't create them. I guess we found them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so four questions. And as always, we don't know what the other person is asking or writing. Um, so do you want to begin or do you want me to begin? I will begin. I will start it off hot. I will say before we start, I you might go over four. <laughs> really? No faith at all in these? These are tricky, uh, or you just are... have no faith in my knowledge? No, these are tricky. I don't even think I would know them, and I know some stupid knowledge. Okay, well, before we start, are they like specific stats that only like certain people in the company know where it's like how many steps did Walt take before he went to the bathroom for the first time or something? It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, it's like knowledge. Okay. But it's knowledge that like who, why would you know it kind of knowledge? But, okay, okay. Okay. We'll try right. I might surprise you and okay, everyone at home <laughs> listening might surprise you as well. So everyone get your That's caps true. on thinking caps. We are going to get started. I will have the first question of the countries in Epcot. Which country has the largest pavilion? 
America. Is that your right? final answer? That is going to be my final answer. I think that takes up the whole backside. Oh, wait, no. Correction. With the expansion of Ratatouille now, I'm going to go France. France has like a front section and a back section now. Oh. So I would like to say France. We might need to go to a replay room and check the stats on this one because my trivia might be outdated, and I, I see what you're saying about this one with France. You were right at the beginning. My data here shows that the United States Pavilion is the largest, but we may need to uh, get an update on that and see if anybody has measured the new France Pavilion compared <laughs> to the United States. Brett is on the iPad right now. Let's see it. Brett, it's in the replay room. Check in here. I don't think you're going to get a direct answer right away. I don't away. think I'm going to get it right away. I will try to look it up this week, yeah. and maybe we can correct it on the Instagram page. At the moment, Ty will go to the runner, and United States will stand as the largest. Correct. Yeah, for now. So. But yeah, so the U.S. is the largest one. It has about uh, 300,000 square feet of space that it utilizes back there, which is pretty gigantic. It does have a large theater there. Uh, but outside of countries, can you tell me which of the other areas of Epcot has the absolute largest space? I can. It's the land pavilion. That is correct as well. Full of greenhouses and in, in areas for crops. So that is It's at six acres. Area. Yeah. So that is a large area. So the little fun fact there. Yeah. Nice, nice guessing. There you You're go. two for two on that. Thank you. Well, no, I'm actually down to three questions. <laughs> oh, did I take yours? My question was, how many acres is the land pavilion? Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so. Quick little um, pivot there. Quick little pivot. No worries there. It was a little bit of a cheating answer. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Can you name the mascot for Blizzard Beach? The mascot for Blizzard Beach. I'm trying yeah. to think of the last time we were there, which was probably like 2017 or something. Um, I can picture something with like sunglasses on because mm -hmm. it has the beach theme to it. Uh, is it a like a fish with sunglasses on? It is not. Mm. It is ice skater. It's a crocodile or an alligator that is all blue and icy. Oh, I will. I first I thought you said it's an ice skater, and I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, like that makes sense with the blizzard <laughs> part of it. But what's the animal? <laughs> and, then, and then I realized that it's a pun on ice skater with ice gator. Nice. Oh, I didn't put that together. <laughs> yeah, that was like instant. I was like, what? I was like, that's cool. But what's the animal? That's cool, but yeah, ice skater. Cool. That makes sense, and I can kind of see it again now that you said that. I still think yeah. it has sunglasses on. Yeah, there's no sunglasses on it. <laughs> <laughs> I am over two. All okay. right, next question for you here. Go ahead. What year did MGM Studios rebrand to Hollywood Studios? Oh, gosh. Um... Think back to our childhood here. 
Yeah, I can't. Um, here we go. Um, so if I had to take a guess, we definitely, I have remembrance of the park when there still was the Sorcerer Hat in the middle. Mm-hmm. So that puts us at least into the 2000s area because I can consciously remember that. Um, I'm going to say it rebranded to Hollywood Studios 2007. Incredibly close. By the end of 2007, some signage started being changed, but the official rebranding announced, like uh, unveiling, I guess, was in 2008. Wow. So that was very close. I'm nearly dead on with the guest there. Good gut reaction on that. Thank you. Yeah, I had to work backwards, right? I had to remember. Yeah. Because I was like, the Earful Tower was also still there when we went, mm-hmm. which was the old water tower. So I know. That was a classic. And I remember when this was all happening, and our family was talking about it a couple times at dinner, and we were all just kind of upset because all we knew was MGM. Yeah. Like, why like why would you change it? How do you call it anything else? It's just always gonna be MGM. And now it it just kind of is Hollywood Studios in our head. It just kind of has over overlapped. And I'm sure we have a couple of listeners who are still in that boat of, you know, and oh it's MGM to me, it always will be. But back yeah. since two thousand eight, it has wow. been our Hollywood Studios that we know and love. Very good. Close to Hollywood Studios is Disney Springs and Ryan, including um, quick serve, carts, stands, restaurants, bars, everything like that. Wow. How many dining venues are there? Oh, gosh. At Disney Springs. Oh, gosh. Including all like the walk up carts and food trucks? Yes, like including like. Ghirardelli and like Deluxe Burger and like Sprinkles, but also like all the established restaurants and quick little popcorn carts and everything. Wow. Um, good question. Like what's a pretzel? I feel like I should know this or at least a ballpark, but I don't. So my gut, and there's a lot here because they, they're like side by side by side, all of these spots. My gut is saying it's in the 50s. Okay. So I'm going to say 57 unique places to to get food at Disney Springs. I like it. I like the guess. You're you're close. Actually, very close. I was going to tell you that there's only around 100 shops. So I didn't want you to overdo 100. Mm. Um, Okay. Nice. But there are 63 unique dining locations. So you were close. Very close, actually. That was just a pure gut guess. I was just trying to think. Like, I could probably count in like a short area, maybe 10 that are like near each other. Yeah. And then you figure how big Disney Springs is and it goes around and you try to think of the map of it. I was like, yeah, maybe 50 or so. So that was how I kind of backed into that. That was a really good uh, guess there. Well done. That was a good question, too. Thanks. All right. You're up now. This is going to be your third one. Okay. Let's see how you do. Which Disney character was the first character to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I want to go with like the like Mickey Mouse. But then the problem is like maybe it was like Jiminy Cricket or like 
Was it Snow White for winning an Oscar? I'm going to go with my gut and just say Mickey, just because of how popular he is, but I don't know. <laughs> I like hearing the thought process, because it's that's the reason I picked this question. I was like, it's actually kind of tricky if you think about it. If you don't know, and you think back to the old type of like first characters that came out and what people fell yeah. in love with, the Oscar one was a good good guess with Snow White. Jiminy Cricket just has such a great like voice and memory to so many people. Yeah. But Mickey like, Mouse Mickey, is the answer. Really? Yeah. Because he's also never had like a movie or anything, right? So like he's I mean, except for Fantasia really, but Yeah, he, he was like in like really, the like, cartoon shorts growing up. Exactly. So I was like, maybe he never got like that popular to get a star. But my boy's a legend, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> my boy <laughs> is a legend. That's funny. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So kind of Thought I could trick you, but your gut was right. Our boy Mickey Mouse was the first oh one. The first, And he was the first cartoon character ever to get a plaque oh. and a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So I thought that was kind of cool, too. That's cool. So our boy's a trailblazer. Look at him. Dude, our dude started so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I There are six here, but I want you – can you name any – of the Big Thunder Mountain train names. Wow. No. <laughs> I'll stop you right there. <laughs> I'll stop you right there. No. Um, where are they labeled by their name? In the front? Like the in first the front cart? And back. Yeah, it's like the license plate of the train on the front and the back. Mm, now you got me like going deep into my memory and archives here to see <laughs> if I caught a glimpse of a license plate. <laughs> a train license plate when I was like coming into the station again. Um, they can't be big. So they can't be large names, but I guess kind they of, are. They're like, they're play on words. I guess you, I would say. Okay. Is one like loco motive or something? It's like, so you're, you're, are you I'm forfeiting you're my answer. Cause I don't yeah, even know. Uh, I am brave. Oh, okay. I am fearless. You be bold. You are courageous. And I be hardy. Wow, that is a very tricky and a very veteran Walt Disney World trivia question to ask. If somebody yeah. ever at like a family party or like a, <laughs> somebody at a dinner party that I meet somebody and like, yeah, I'm a huge Disney fan. I'm going to go, oh, Are yeah. you actually? Oh, oh, really? Are you? That's cool. Oh, Matt- Here, I, I got one for you. <laughs> i'm gonna hit him with oh, that magic, magic kingdom's your favorite park really so you like yeah. big thunder mountain well name them yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah oh wait big thunder's your favorite ride really would you say like you know it well oh you do <laughs> oh you've you've rode it a, a bunch of times oh okay okay well could you actually name for me one of the six uh train <laughs> names <laughs> oh you can oh oh Oh, oh you man. didn't know that they were located on the back and the front? <laughs> okay, oh, me neither. Okay. <laughs> That's so rotten. I know. That's so funny. Wow, that was a tough one. That is Okay, so that is one that deserves the warning you gave in the beginning of, like, I don't think you're going to get this. Yeah. that one was right. I did not know that. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. All right, this is my last one for you, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm curious if you'll be able to get this. Probably. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a man once sued Disney World for being stranded on It's a Small World for how many minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that lawsuit coming across the judge's desk. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many minutes would it take for you to sue Disney for being stuck on a ride? It would have to be hours. I'm going to say – that makes you think the answer is not hours. No, like, I agree with you. For me, it would have to be also hours for me to even consider any sort of like – I, I don't even know if I would – Ask to speak to like customer service after like two hours. Yeah, I would just be like, "Oh, like wow, I got really dealt a bad hand here, huh?" (laughs) (laughs) Can you at least turn off the music, please? That's what I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, going off of what I would need to file a lawsuit. No, no. Try to guess what you think is the this guy, this random guy, this random dude. Probably already didn't want to go. His wife probably dragged him. <laughs> this was the last straw. After 77 minutes. Okay. And then how many minutes would it take you? I'll let you finish your initial oh, analysis. Dude, I would be at like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> five hours? That's a half a day in, the, in sitting that's in a boat. I would, that's what I would need some kind of repay. From yeah, day, yeah, right? like, some sort of that's free my night of yeah. something because two hours. I'm like, okay, I get it, right? There's water, you gotta drain it, mechanicals. Like two hours, three hours. I'm like, I'm getting frustrated, but I get it. The four to five hour mark is like, I need to get off this boat, or I'm gonna <laughs> like, or I will break yeah. it all. I I know, dude. I think about it. Like I sit, I think about sitting there. For even two hours, like that is a long time to be sitting yeah. in a boat looking at fake I'm gonna be animatronics. Best friends with that with the people in that boat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would know every like little outfit nuance of every character around <laughs> me too. I would be looking at everything. Right. But many of you may be wondering what the answer is, and that man sued Disney for being stranded on It's a Small World for forty minutes. only 40 minutes it probably was the longest 40 minutes of his life though yeah especially if they did not stop the music yeah did he win undetermined not sure okay (laughs) okay (laughs) they probably Probably not that was disney was probably like we don't even have time for that just give him a free park day right 40 minutes that's a low limit of like Anger management. Yeah, exactly. That's threshold. <laughs> That's funny though. All right, and my final trivia question for you: What is the only attraction to provide motion sickness bags? Whoa. Um. <laughs> it's just funny that you said that because I was like, oh, actually, that's hard because I don't think of any ride that offers those. But I feel like I know it now that I'm thinking about it. It's got to be Mission Space. And I say that only because the the G-force and the effects are truly like so realistic and so pressurized on your body that 
I've had bad reactions to it and I know other people have as well. And so that one has to be the one that is like, go on, but at your own risk. And here's a bag. Yeah. You would think it's actually Winnie the Pooh's great adventure. What? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. It's Mission <laughs> oh. Space. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, gotcha. you no space, shot that that was <laughs> your no, sources uh... were wrong. If that was the case. <laughs> no, it is Mission Space. And I chuckled inside when you're like, I don't even know if I can recall one. It's because we don't go on this ride. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Nobody, nobody should. <laughs> it's actually because I went on it once on the orange side thinking I was a tough guy and ended up you nearly like, puking in a trash like, can oh after. So, yeah, thanks for the bag. <laughs> thanks for the bag, bro. <laughs> That's so funny. But that will wrap up trivia for us here. Always um, a fun time. Always fun. We always – I feel like we've done trivia quite a bit on this – on our yeah, show, over two years, yeah. Over two years, and I feel like we still find questions that we've never heard. Yeah. Yep. So I like that. Um, and as always, we look forward to some more trivia. Be sure to follow us on a Dose of Magic podcast this week um, on over on Instagram, where we'll probably post some of these questions and more, give you a little bit more backstory about that. Um, Ryan will post every day this week if he can, and we will catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everyone.